Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. You just had to be different, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Hi. It was such a mellow episode. Is Brianna here? Yes. Oh, hi. There hi. Hi. <laughs> was it share first? Uh, this episode was Interludes and Examinations. Yes. Although, honestly, it could have also been called Ship of Tears, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Things Die. <laughs> <laughs> things Die. That'd be... Except for the people that are supposed to. <laughs> yes. So, Brianna, what do you think of this episode? I just want to go home and <laughs> climb in bed. Like, I... I, He's not dead, right? He's just not dead. Kosh isn't dead. Uh, That's what I'm... The cheat is not dead, but Kosh is. <laughs> are you sure? The, the cheat is not dead, really, Nick? <laughs> Obscure internet reference for us all. Kosh's yeah. ship flies into the sun because it's morning, and you say that? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. Of all the characters to so, be killed off, you probably did not expect no, Kosh. No, so Kosh is actually dead. Yes. Although, I guess in a way, part of him is always with Sheridan. I don't know why I ask you questions. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> he answers like, gosh. Yes. I didn't say anything about avalanches. <laughs> no, unfortunately. But, I mean, how about that scene, though, with uh, Sheridan confronting Kosh, saying some things that we probably, probably, he probably had bottled up for a long time, to be honest. I feel like he had to practice that in the mirror, though, a little bit. <laughs> and if he refuses, I'm gonna, gonna give him up. A piece of my mind, yeah. I feel it would have been hard to do as the actor against that encounter scene. Like, you know, usually you're with a, another human, you know, like... There's something mm-hmm. to feed off of? Yeah. yeah. It just his little thing opens it's, and closes. It's just like, yeah. it feels like it'd be hard, and he did a good job of it. Well, was, really did. that scene reminded me how, how well Kosh is a character despite it basically just being this giant suit. Yeah. But you feel like he's this he present. He emotions. Like, he, he's like, he gives sarcastic looks. And <laughs> like, he judges you. And like, without ever actually having a face, he does all of those things. Yeah. It's, well, it was a perfect... You get that scene, which is really good, and you do get emotion from Kosh, even though it's just this, this eye, eye hole. No, he zaps like, him. And narrowing. Him, so. But then you get the great scene with the dad, yeah. you know, doing the the kind of emotion that you couldn't do with Kashi no. suit. I mean, you're like, yes. you can't. Yeah. That would have been really weird and cheesy. <laughs> you will always be with you. As his eye hole opens and closes. <laughs> Not quite the same thing. No. You know, weirdly enough, I had like flashbacks to like Jack and his dad, the like end scene of Lost. Hmm. Similar sort of like main character talking with a with a big entity that's in the persona of his father. Yeah, I don't know. Spoiler not- alert! <laughs> Doss has been around for a while. Um, <laughs> well, true. <laughs> but yes, it just goes to show just how well they they treat Kosh, just how they've built him up over this time. Or like, first off, not only the fact that like you feel Kasha's emotion, even though he's a, just a weird encounter suit, but also the fact that you probably like, when he's like going off again, it's like, dude, what are you doing? You're going to die. <laughs> he's going to kill you. I mean, that's hardcore Kosh. We haven't seen him angry really, have we? Not much. The closest to it was that one time when Sheridan said, uh, what do you want? And he said, oh, don't say that. That's true. That's true. That's, that's like the one time. But yeah, he's, Get off your counter suit butts and help us. <laughs> and only Sheridan would do that, too. Yeah. Like, uh, it's hard to imagine Sinclair doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, and the actor could not have pulled off that scene. <laughs> <laughs> not with that, that, that sense. That, that sense fieriness. Yeah. 
But we, we've seen Sheridan go tooth and nail against... Various things. <laughs> paying rent for Paying rent. rent, I mean... <laughs> and so, so, yeah, so we got both that Kosh and the other Dream Kosh, and then you got him just... I mean, the shadows just tear him to pieces. I'm guessing there must have been a lot more of them this time. We don't see how many go in, but, like, we have we know Kosh has fought them before. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Saw three or four of them, and they were... They're out for blood. Yeah, they were. They knew he he was there. He's the one Vorlon that they could find pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was part Speaking of it. Speaking of, um, so that leads us into Mr. Morden and all, all his other ha- antics. I'm not sure antics is the proper word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, poor Londo. How can Londo not? It's a poison. I know, but Morden did it. Yeah, but before she landed, it would be tough to... But the guy, he, he did it. He's very evil. How do you not know that? The guy paid with the little crystal things, the bald guy. Yeah. Yeah, I would be, I would be pretty suspicious of him, too. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, what awful timing is this? Morden's around, someone dies. Mmm, <laughs> probably linked. Come on, Londo. Yeah. <laughs> but I suppose from Londo's point of view, Reef was out yeah. for him. There's poison, and who else would know about Adira? He's, he's assuming Reef saw the little symbol that he had her wear. And, you True. know, from a Centauri point of view, it makes mm. a lot more sense to be... And he's grief-stricken. Yeah, and he's grief-stricken. Clearly. And... He's Mr. Morden has always a... I mean, we know he's evil. But for Rolando, he's annoying, but he's never been personally involved in anything. He's only been... He's, he's more of a political a opponent can. or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. Oh, but man, when Rolando... I mean, that scene, just beforehand, when he's just like, I think I'm happy. Um, You're just like... Ugh. No, there was, a, there was a point in the episode where Zach's like, they're going to kill her. I was like, of course they're going to kill her! <laughs> I don't know why I forgot. That's the whole reason, like, yeah. as soon as she, he was like, oh, she's coming to visit, I was like, she's going to die. Well, That's just how it I, goes. This is the first time in quite a few episodes that I was again like, oh, poor Londa. <laughs> I mean, I haven't... Recently, he's just like... He's been a jerk. It's his own fault, and I don't care, but... This one, you were like, oh, dang it. But, but yeah, yeah just, they, they just, it's one of those things that, if you're paying attention, you know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So having him say he's happy right before, yeah, just. Yeah, that makes it worse. It's just, yeah. like, oh. That makes it worse. And then his crying is just really sad grief like, sort I, of stuff. Like, I picture Londo's in his quarters crying, just like in a ball, and Beer comes in and gives him a tray of food in the morning, and then <laughs> in the afternoon he collects the breakfast tray that he didn't eat off of and oh, brings man. him another one. <laughs> you, like, don't, you don't have to paint an even more depressing like, <laughs> picture of all this. It's just it's just bad, and I feel bad for Veer. Mm. That's who I feel bad for. Yeah, yeah. but to pull the curtain back on spoiler corner a little bit, Nick, you uh, you recalled this way back in episode in two. episode two. We're like, hey, and, I think a deer dies, and it's all yeah. because like Vondo says. Come back to me, and you're in spoiler corner. You're all like, she doesn't come back. She comes back in a body bag. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so good, good memory there. Didn't have to pay the actress though. <laughs> I guess there's that. <laughs> I mean, maybe for like the flashback stuff. I don't know. Well, I don't um, know how that works. Yeah, I don't know either. I, honestly, and then we get Londo saying, "Let the rest of the universe burn. I don't care anymore." Mm. Which is good stuff. <laughs> good <something>. stuff. Good <laughs> wow. stuff. Wow, dark there, Nick. <laughs> Actually, I think I've, I've seen that saying like crocheted on a doily or something. Right, let the universe before. burn. Let the universe burn. Yeah. That's very much you. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> okay. You know me. In my spare time, I just like. But speaking speaking of uh, <laughs> long lasting plot threads, 
the doctor resigned. His STEM addiction has finally kind of come to a head, it seems like. Uh, I, I don't, all the, the big things that happened in this episode, I'm like, none of these actually happen. Like, Kosh isn't dead, Franklin <laughs> will be back, it's all just, it's just temporary. <laughs> <laughs> What's-her-face is dead, but you know what? We knew that was gonna happen. Who, Taya? No. Oh, well, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Oh, Adira. Uh, yes, Adira. Yeah. All right, all right. I thought you were talking. You were talking about main cast members, or obviously so. Talia. But yeah, three big things. Yeah, resignation and two deaths, mm-hmm. and more of the shadow war since they tease it like it's starting up, and then yeah, it, it escalated very quickly. I guess they said this was like they ten were, days after the last episode. Yeah, I mean they were already. All, I mean everything was set up for it. Yeah, now they, for the last. They're just waiting to pull the trigger. Two seasons two, for the last year and a half. They've basically been setting things up. Well, more than that, but that we've been watching. Yeah. Yeah. Because what, it's August 2060, or 2260. Yes, which is August as we're recording this. No, that's so. true. There's still not a paperless society no, in no, 2260? It will never be a paperless society. <laughs> For all the advances of the internet, we're still not there yet. No, I will never be there. Probably not. Oh, that's right. You're the bookkeeper, and I'm the <laughs> legal assistant, so <laughs> we can attest to that. Yes, there will always be paper. <laughs> And I think, Franklin, we give Franklin a hard time sometimes in this podcast, see, mm-hmm. petting episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was a pretty good speech, him talking about, like, he doesn't know, you know, he was just a job. He doesn't even know who he is. I mean, I, I thought that was, I like that. That's horrible timing, though. Yeah. I'm kind of mad that he's like, in the middle of the big war? Well, I'm a drug addict, so I gotta go. <laughs> But it's still the right thing to do. He should have he should have come clean about it earlier, honestly. Just, yeah, before the giant war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like not have gotten addicted. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah, you loser. But you went <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am usually annoyed with annoyed with Franklin, but it was a good episode for yeah. him. I mean it was mm-hmm. good. I mean, it, it, he wants to fix things, and so of course, as the war's getting on, he's going to just try harder. I mean, he was he was frustrating, but it was a real sort of sense of like I I totally understand this as being part of the character, like basically slashing out in anger, basically in denial against Garibaldi, and then kind of slowly coming to accept it, and, and then making and, the right choice. Yeah, well, and they, and they did a good job in the show. Like, we saw him start stims like a, a year ago in this show, you know, where most shows are like, like if this were once upon a time, <laughs> today he would have started, done this episode, and you'd never have heard of stims before, and you'd been like, what? And then they would have said, love heals it all. After a long search for a magic item. Uh, Yes. That is actually about, yeah. See our previous hijacks about Once Upon a Time. Yes. Or don't, from what I've heard. No, my ranting when the episodes were great. The episodes were awful. (laughs) You enjoy Zach, Zach Rance. Zach Rant. That sounds Zach, like a name. Zach that, Rant. That should be his uh, his podcast. That should be your podcast. <laughs> oh, I could start a podcast like that easy. But like you know, it is also kind of sad. Just him talking about sad parts of the episode. Just he's like he like he ran the numbers and he's like, yeah, they were bad. Like he didn't even have a. He had been so deep in self denial mm-hmm. that no, I'm doing I'm fine. I'm doing good. And actually, that's kind of clever too. The way the way to a scientist's heart is through the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Because he he can rationalize anything, mm-hmm. you know, and he's been rationalizing it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. 
I really so. thought he was going to, like, strangle Garibaldi, though, when he found him in med lab. <laughs> it's like, he's going to kill him. He's going ki- to kill Garibaldi. If Garibaldi had actually asked, I don't know what would have happened. Who knows? <laughs> Lots of dramatic lighting in this episode. Yes. So that would that was... Oh, and some of that music with uh, Franklin was like... Dude, he's gonna be a murderer yeah. this episode. Yeah, like, <laughs> this really is where it all evil. goes downhill. This episode, we could see like if he was cast in those, he could be like a villain. He could be. He could probably make a pretty good one. Yeah. Just give him some five o'clock shadow and some bags under his eyes. <laughs> but instead, we got Mister Morton, who yeah. smiles his way through being evil. Except in that scene where he's like, the, "It's the red lighting." He's like, "Hello, yes. Malari. We are meeting in Hell's Den or something." <laughs> 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 anyway, um, I do want to do do a quick spoiler corner here. It shouldn't be too long, but uh, anything else you wanted to cover here? I, I don't, Kosh isn't dead, and I'm mad at Franklin. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Fair enough. That's all justified, I think. Yep. yep. <laughs> all right, thank you. You're welcome. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, so I wanted to have a spoiler corner section just because... Yeah, I don't remember wh- where Londo's thing goes from here. Because, like, I was actually kind of surprised, like Brianna, actually, that he didn't distrust Mr. Morton. <gasps> yeah. Because I know he turns on Morton later. He, yeah, that's not until next season. Well, no, I know it's not until season four, but I'm, I'm, I don't remember him working with the Shadows again until then. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm, I'm curious. I think as long as they don't get in their way, I think the main thing. I guess so. So basically, I guess that's the thing. He, he basically just wanted. As long as Centauri does what the Shadows want, that's all. Okay. Morden wants. Morden needs the Shadow, the the Centauri to keep doing their being agents of chaos. Okay, that that's what he was really wanting. Now, the upshot of this is that Reef is dead in a couple episodes. Yeah. Is that, does that happen in the season? Yeah, I think I think that episode's a season. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. So. It's still strange, though, that he wanted to. I guess again, grief stricken, you do dumb things without really thinking too much about it. But I'm curious how he plans to use the shadows to get against someone in his own government. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. So I mean, that was that that took a surprising turn that yeah, I did not remember. I did not remember that either, and I don't remember why exactly does he end up on Centauri Prime all next season for a lot next season. Yeah, because yeah. they're most. Of, is it part of the? I mean, is it part of the shadow, or does the Emperor call him back? Or possibly the Emperor? Well. I, I feel like he was still he's still ambassador for Babylon Five during that time, but if I remember, I think he gets there and he realizes how bad things are and decides to stay for a little while okay. so so he can help clear it out. Um, uh, yeah, that's fun stuff. Yeah, I, I think that's how that all goes. <laughs> It'll be what just how Brianna feels about Emperor Cartesia. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, that that first bit at Centauri Prime is like going to visit Nero in Rome. That's yeah. what it feels like. He's like, he's, yeah. he's that insane. It's a great, yeah. <laughs> it's great. You, you love all this like uber dark depression. I don't know. I, I love. It's twist. very dramatic. It's very dramatic. The drama, the end, this season, this part of season three, and then a lot of season four, where it's like all the payoff mm. of the first couple of seasons, and sometimes in surprising ways, is a lot of fun. Yeah. We'll eventually get a new Great Council, and we'll get Earth mm. taken back, which is a lot of fun. Yes. So season four, things things go down. Well, like this episode is where we finally start fighting back. Mm. First major victory. We've been planning the- for a season and a half. Yeah. And before that, we were just kind of like, "What's going on?" Yeah. And there's a lot of talk about the shadows, but man, it takes a long time before you. I mean, and you see their danger. 
about how, yeah. how dangerous they can be. And you don't really want to see those those floodgates open up. But at the same time, it's important to actually see, no, this wasn't all just talk. This it, is this is dangerous it, and chaotic. It's an interesting thing that J. Michael does that I don't think modern television does much. Is he, does a, he, he spends a lot of time just building, like foreshadowing. I mean, shadowing. Um, <laughs> you know, because the Shadow War is over. Not that much long. I mean, like a few more episodes. It's not even halfway through season four. No. So in some ways that might seem disappointing, but it's like half the story is the idea of it. You know, which in modern television would be super weird. Yeah. But I think it's just a different style that it's the lead up and the what people do because the lead up. Mm-hmm. As important as the actual fighting, I think there's part of that that's because season four that, is such it's so weirdly structured because he was trying to wrap everything up faster than he would originally would have attended. Yeah, but I don't know if it would have got us got us five more episodes. Or I mean, it's not like it would have gone into season five. No, I mean no. mid season four still would have. Yeah, I, I still think like it, it might have been a little bit later. No, I, no, I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's just an interesting style. Having watched it ten years since I've watched it last, mm-hmm. it's just a different thing now. Yeah. So, sorry, long sidetrack, but... Yeah. I mean, like we... I think we said toward the the beginning of the season, season three is, in some ways, I think the pinnacle of Babylon 5. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the last season that's everything that J. Michael intended it to be. Yeah. And a couple episodes before this, we were like, yeah, not the best, but overall, it's it's a really... And, and I think it was, strong stretch of episodes. I think it was pretty hardcore from now until the end, generally. I mean, we got, we got world without a war without end Next coming time. up, which yep. would be a blast. Yep. So be looking which, forward to the crazy which, time travel. Which, what, pays off a season one episode? <laughs> yeah. And it almost feels like a weird side tangent compared, like, right in the midst of the Shadow War now. And then we're going to go take care of this other thing that is related. But, it like, in my mind, it almost feels like a completely separate train of thought. Yeah. Not a derailed one, but just separate. Just separate. <laughs> but anyway, this we're running long, so let's wrap this up. All right. So, bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. No. <laughs> No, thanks for listening to the Weekly Hijack. Be sure to tune in at derailedtrainsofthought.blogspot.com. Until next time, War Without End, the epic two-parter of time travel and Babylon 4 shenanigans. This is Tim. This is Nick. Bye. Bye.